Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hello and welcome to the Scraby Show, the final one of the week. Thank you to everyone who is joining me. You can watch on YouTube if you would like. You can just go to YouTube, search 97.3 The Fan. You can also... Go to Facebook, 973TheFan. You could go to our Twitch, 973TheFan, and then our X, 973TheFanSD, for many different places where you could watch the show. Also, I have a Twitch as well now, Matt Scraby, and I'm trying to figure out how I can... I know that it's easy, and I just need to sit down and actually read how to connect Twitch to the PS5 so I could start playing people and uh, certain games here going forward, so I'm going to figure that out this weekend. But we have uh, a pretty fun show, I think, ahead for you to close out the week. We're going to talk about Rob Manfred and what he said. We're going to talk about what the Padres are doing and what A.J. Preller said to Dennis Lynn, and we're also going to talk about the Aztecs. So we'll get into all that. You know what? I think it's it's one of those days where I don't really have much to dilly-dally about, so I am going to go with this. It's time to get caught up on the latest with the news of the day. All right, let's start with our first news story of the day, and that's going to be what A.J. Preller said to Dennis Lynn for Dennis Lynn's athletic article. So if you want to read the full thing, please do go to, to The Athletic or go to Dennis Lynn's Twitter or X. Gotta get used to saying X. But you can go there and you can see the whole entire article and everything that was said between AJ Preller and Dennis Lynn. But the news is this. With two days left before spring training, the Padres still need a lot in the way of outfielders and in the way of maybe rotation pieces. But AJ Preller doesn't seem to be worried about it. And he also basically said, you know, this is what we got. So here's what he told Dennis Lynn in the athletic. He said, um, we feel like we have a group of pitchers and position players that we're going to give an opportunity to. And we have some younger guys as well that have come through the system that we feel good about. And we think are going to show well in camp and are always are." and are going to be prepared to play in the big leagues this year. So we're weighing all that out. We're always looking for ways to improve, but we're not just going to force something just to make a move. In a previous statement, he said, if we don't find something we line up on, we're not just going to try to make a move to make a move. And I 100% agree with that for AJ Preller because he needs to be very smart about everything and he needs to... He needs to make sure that he's not trading away the farm or anything like that in order to 
um, just fill a spot. I, I don't think that he wants to do that. I don't think that's the right decision. I don't think that he is in a place where he can just fill a spot to fill a spot. If the deal is right, then you make it. But the deal is most likely, not. if it's not right, you have to just wait until you get something that is going to benefit the team. I'm sorry to everyone who was uh, looking for the 97.3 YouTube. I didn't have that as one of my streaming destinations, but I do now. So if you would like to go see YouTube, I am now on the 97.3 The Fan YouTube. Apologize for that. But back to AJ Preller and him saying that he's not going to just make a move to make a move. And I'm losing my voice, and I hope I don't lose my voice for Sunday. But AJ, I I was driving down today thinking, what in the world am I going to say different? about the Padres tonight because I feel like I've been talking about the same exact stuff over and over and over and over again because I am and because I've had to do that. There just hasn't been much news in the way of roster spots or roster signings for the Padres. But I am really actually very surprised, very surprised that we're heading into spring training in two days, and we're still at the same place we were when the when the Scraby show started. Basically, is that we're still waiting for some outfielders and we're still waiting for some rotation pieces. And we've had all the talks about rotation pieces, and we've had all the talks about outfielders. But one um, addition to this is that there were some rumors today. The Padres were involved on a guy named Jaron Duran, who plays center field for the Boston Red Sox right now. He's a younger guy. He had a pretty decent year last year. He hit 295. He was a 2.1 or 2.3 war. Um, so this this player right here, Jaron Duran, is the player that the Padres are looking for. The player is someone who is younger and who is hasn't gone through the arbitration process yet and is not hasn't really proven himself yet. This is the player I think the Padres need to go out and get. Now, I don't know if they're the only team in the running for him. I, I doubt it. If he's actually on the table, but he's a California guy. He's a Southern California guy. And when I saw his stats earlier, I was I was thinking, man, they need to bring this guy in right now because this is who they're looking for. This is who we've been trying to look for for a while now. And if there was a guy you're going to go after, it seems to be him, Jaron Duran. So he last year hit uh, 295. He had eight home runs, 40 RBIs, 24 stolen bases, and an OPS plus of 121. His actual OPS was 828, uh, and his war was 2.1 in 332 at-bats. Those are pretty solid numbers. Those are really solid numbers, actually. So I would love to see the Padres, at, you know, try and make a move for him. And the reason I'm going, maybe I'm going too hard in the paint on him right now because I just want to see the Padres make a move. I saw in the chat earlier that it was um, someone said, all right, AJ, you're right. We shouldn't make a move to make a move. But with that said, please, AJ, make a move. And I, I kind of agree. It's been It's been Groundhog's Day this year. This offseason for the Padres. Been the same thing every day. And it's going to come together. But it's just not looking like it right now. And we're going to find out a lot here in the next week. We're going to find out a ton. So 
come Monday, we'll be talking about the Super Bowl, but we'll be also talking about the Padres are have reported to spring training. At least pitchers and catchers have reported to spring training. The next news story is going to be the Aztecs are playing right now, so I would like to update everyone on that. And the score is eluding me right now, but I'm going to get it for you. They started out really slow, the Aztecs did, but they started to score a little bit uh, towards the end of the first half. It's 30-27 to right now, Nevada over the Aztecs. And so, like I said, the Aztecs were able to make a little bit of a run there at the end of the half. Jaden Ledee, seven points. Um, Darian Trammell, three points. Micah Parrish, five points. So they're going to need to play some more solid defense in the next or in the second half to make sure that they can uh, pull out the win. But hopefully their scoring woes are behind them after all of that. So they're at halftime right now. Cactus Man said Preller is going to make this deal over the weekend. I sure hope you're right, Cactus Cactus Man. I really do, because I want something to talk about. I do. All right. The other news story is Rob Manfred and what he said. We just kind of went over it, but I want to talk about it again, because he shades the Padres a little bit. And again, this is a commissioner of Major League Baseball. I don't know why he's shading the Padres, but he kind of is. And the article was about... Yeah, regional sports networks and streaming and all of the money parts of baseball. And so here's the entire quote that he had. We always watch trends in the market. I think a concern for baseball has always been, since I started in 1988, disparity on the revenue and the payroll side. Having said that, last year we were talking about a different team eating up players or two, right? And unless my recollection was bad... Neither one of them were at the little event we hold in late October and early November. You know, you're genius, Rob Manfred, because yes, they weren't at that little event, but I don't understand why the Padres spending much money is such a bad idea. I, I, I don't know why Rob Manfred is so against the Padres spending money. He was all about it last year, and now he's not he's he's not really saying the same thing. Rob Manfred, to me, is not the prototypical commissioner of a large sports organization. but And that's not bad. You don't need to be a typical commissioner of a sports organization. But you also kind of have to be a little bit more professional, in my mind. The little event, it's called the World Series. Now, if someone else said that, I think it would be fine. But Rob Manfred needs to realize that he is... Kind of, he's not kind of, he is throwing shade at these teams. And I just don't get why Rob Manfred has any real, I don't know why he has any real uh, ground to stand on here with, with everything. The Mets, they spent a ton of money. They did not make the playoffs. But I don't see how teams actually trying are wasting MLB's time. I I, I think that, that's a good thing for teams to actually be trying to sign some players. And he also kind of said, well, those players were, oh, this is the quote that got Tony a little riled up. He said, we were talking about a different team eating up players, basically meaning they're bringing them in, but there's no reason for them to bring them in. And I've talked about this like three times today, three separate times today. And I still don't understand why he said this. 
But if you want to see the full thing, go to The Athletic, and it's the regional sports network articles, and it's all of that stuff. And it's just a it's just a weird comment for a, a commissioner to make. I don't think Roger Goodell would ever say about the Super Bowl. I don't think he would ever be like, oh, it's uh, that little event that we hold at the beginning of February. That's just not what I envision Roger Goodell doing. Not one bit do I envision him doing that. But that is the slow news for the day and a slow news for the week. I was uh, talking about this during the show earlier, but the Waste Management Phoenix Open is underway. And our guy, Charlie Hoffman, friend of the show and the station, is seven under for the tournament. He is done with his first two rounds. He was three under today. He's in the top ten right now. So keep keep an eye on Charlie Hoffman as you go through the weekend here with the Waste Management Phoenix Open. And I didn't get a chance to talk to Tony about this, but... I saw this yesterday, and it was kind of crazy. Robin Lopez, who is who was in Milwaukee back, back man, this week has been long. I'm telling everybody. And yesterday, me eating those spices has apparently fried my brain because I cannot think ever since then. But Robin Lopez was reading a book on the floor, not on the floor, but he was reading a book in one of the chairs around the floor because he was traded. So he's just basically sitting there reading this book, not even really looking up at the court, probably pretty angry. Robin Lopez, he was traded to the Kings. I can't really imagine being going from the Bucks to the Kings. The Kings are a good team, but being traded sounds kind of awful, actually. it's It sounds like one of those things where you are in a place where you like, and then all of a sudden your employer is like, oh, hey, you got to go do this job instead. And you're like, no, I don't want to do that job. And you don't have a choice. So Brooke Lopez was showing his silent form of protest by reading a book during the game last night and after he was traded to the Kings. So that was kind of funny, got to say. All right, that's it for our first segment. When we get back, I'm going to update you on San Diego State. I'm also going to get a little bit more into the X's and the O's of the Super Bowl. I'm not going to break down plays, but I'm actually going to talk about the game because most of our conversations this week have been spent talking about media, talking about Taylor Swift, talking about Brittany Mahomes, but we're actually going to talk about the game that is about to be played, and that is when we'll get back. We will do that when we get back on 97.3 The Fan. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink... What you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
Back here in the Odyssey Palace, 97.3 The Fan. Matt Scraby with you. The Scraby Show. If you want to follow me on social media, you can at Matt Scraby, M-A-T-T-S-K-R-A-B-Y. If you are annoyed about my 49ers talking, then don't go to my Twitter on Sunday because it is going to be a little bit much. I am very nervous about this game. The last guy I wanted to face, like I'm actually playing or something, but the last guy I wanted my team to face would be Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs because Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs are very good. And I, I heard something the other day that I thought was kind of interesting, and it was about how Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs now, or at least Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid, we'll just take those two guys, and I guess you can lump in Travis Kelsey too because he's been there forever. But those guys have a Super Bowl routine now, and – it doesn't sound like it's that important, but I really think it is hugely important for a team. Think about something you've done for the first time. Like, I don't know, the first couple times I went to press conferences and had to ask questions. It didn't go the way I thought it was going to go. I got overwhelmed. I didn't know what to expect. Like when we went to spring training, this is a better example. When we went to spring training the first time, I had no idea what to expect. I had never been to the Padres facility. I had never been to spring training. I had never been there for interviews and all of that stuff. So I had zero idea what I was walking myself into. And it was really stressful. I remember we recorded a Hunter Renfro interview and the microphones weren't working. And so I had no idea and we lost that interview. And so those are just some of the things that I remembered for the next time. And then last year we went, you know, I, I understand what is exactly is what it, hmm, let me start that over. I understand exactly what's going to happen. So I was ready for it. Uh, and that's why the chiefs, that makes a lot of sense that they would have a super bowl routine and they would be able to understand how to prepare themselves for the game because they have all these other, different um, responsibilities outside of the actual game or practicing. And that is a huge advantage. It's a huge advantage. Now, some of those players on the 49ers have been to a Super Bowl before, and so they can you know, react accordingly. But the the maybe the most important player on the team has not been to a Super Bowl before. And I say important as in he needs to play well or else the 49ers are going to lose. And that would be Brock Purdy, quarterback, second year, Played in some big games in his life, but definitely not any bigger than this game. And I would also say Christian McCaffrey is playing in his first Super Bowl as well. It's very important that he gets off to a, a good start, and he does all the things that Christian McCaffrey usually does. But I think if the 49ers are going to win, again, Brock Purdy, no turnovers. He cannot have one turnover or else this game's going to be over. I also really think that the 49ers get need to get George Kittle involved and he is involved at certain times. He's not involved as much as I would like, though. It's it, it's sometimes we we talked about it earlier when we were doing the weird um, or the the unlikely but could happen Super Bowl things in in the countdown. And I said George Kittle is going to have like or he could have two two catches for twelve yards, and he does do that sometimes. But then other times he has four catches for one hundred and twenty yards and a touchdown. And George Kittle is too important to not at least give him some targets because if he gets going 
It's going to open up the entire offense. And George Kittle is really hugely important for the blocking in the run game. And George Kittle may have more big plays as a blocker on Sunday than he does as a receiver. But I think he needs to be involved as a receiver just as much as he's involved as a blocker. And if he can do that, I think that puts the 49ers in a really good spot. Also, they're going to have to use, they're going to have to protect Brock Purdy. They're going to have to try and come up with some reason in some way that they can allow him a little bit of time to throw when he has no time to throw. I mean, when any quarterback has no time to throw, it's, it's just, um, it's not good for them. We we've seen it many, many times. As soon as that defense swarms, the quarterback is off and it's three and out, three and out, three and out. I don't want to see that happen. So they're going to have to find a way to block a lot better for Brock Purdy. They're also going to have to start early because last the last two games, they've put themselves at a deficit. They've had to make incredible comebacks and they have, but you got to think when is that when is that magic going to end? It cannot keep going for years and years and years. You got lucky against the Packers. You got lucky against the Lions. But there's no getting lucky in the Super Bowl against the Chiefs. It's just not something that I am even willing to entertain. The Chiefs are there for a reason, and they have the best quarterback on the planet. Best quarterback on the planet, I tell you. Cactus Man says Niners need to bring in an anti-Taylor Swift to have on their side. Maybe Brittany. Ooh. Bring in the pop stars. Battle of the pop stars. Annabelle says, I'm a Rams fan, but I hope the 49ers win, so Taylor Swift is sad. Man, you either love Taylor Swift or you hate Taylor Swift. That is true. Jack says something not very nice. Imagine being Pat Mahomes, annoying wife, brother is super suspect, and tight end has a way hotter and famous girlfriend. Not nice, Jax, but I think Patrick Mahomes is doing okay. All of those things are things I haven't said specifically those things, but all of those things are sentiments that I have passed along at some point. Maybe not the tight end has a way hotter girlfriend because I have never said anything about their looks, but the brother, Jax Mahomes, not a fan. Brittany Mahomes, not really a fan. Taylor Swift, I told you already. I'm moving past it. I'm just going to embrace it. One day, like 30 years from now, we're all going to be sitting around talking about things. And someone will be like, remember that one time Taylor Swift was dating Travis Kelsey and she was all over the TV? And maybe they'll be married at that point. Maybe they won't. But we will be saying that one day. It will be a trivia question. Who did the NFL, I guess, move heaven and earth to make a part of their coverage? Taylor Swift. Remember that, everybody? Yeah, that's what we're going to talk about in 20 years. Uh, the the other thing with the, the 49ers that I think is very important is going to be Kyle Shanahan. Kyle Shanahan needs this game. He needs to win this game for his legacy. I think he needs to win this game for his own confidence. I think he needs to have the best coach game of his life. And he is a really good coach. And he's surrounded by really good coaches. So I think it's just Kyle Shanahan is going to need the luck that is 
you know, found with Super Bowl winning head coaches. He's going to need to make right decisions on whether to challenge plays. Because, like, for example, last year, when Devontae Smith, he had a, in the NFC Championship against the 49ers, Devontae Smith caught a ball down the sideline near the goal line. And it didn't look like a catch, but the Eagles ran up to the ball real quick and snapped it, and no one was able to review the play. And the 49ers go on to lose because Brock Purdy didn't have an arm and they didn't have a quarterback. That's the, the whatever. That's in the past. But what Kyle Shanahan didn't do is challenge. And you can't let moments like that go by you in the Super Bowl. You're going to have to be uber uh, aggressive on everything. And so Kyle Shanahan's going to have to have a plan. He, he needs to make sure that he has everything covered, which I do think he has done. He has everything covered. He's ready to go. He's kind of got a Super Bowl routine himself. He may have not won a Super Bowl yet, but he's been to a couple Super Bowls. And so he kind of knows what to expect as well. He's also been on the losing side of Super Bowls. And that motivation alone is enough for Kyle Shanahan, I believe. And he's he's a motivated guy. He wants to win this. He really does. Aztecs right now are down one. 36, 35, 14, 50 left to go in this second half. I will tell you how that goes as it's going along. But on the Chiefs side, I think it's very simple for the Chiefs. And I think it's going to be all about how they get Travis Kelsey involved. It's just that's their offense. It's going to be all about how to get Travis Kelsey involved. And it's also going to be about how the how Patrick Mahomes is able to move the pocket. Because Patrick Mahomes, dad bod and all, he's a very dangerous runner. And it's I Chris said it yesterday. It's one of those things where he's, he's like running for the first down. He puts the ball over the line. And you're just like, man, we had him. He was third and 11. He ended up scrambling. He ended up getting the first down. And now they're about to score. Those are things that Patrick Mahomes need to do for the Chiefs to win. And he's he's going to need to get Travis Kelsey involved early and often. And if I'm the Chiefs offense, I'm looking at what the 49ers did against the Lions, and I'm thinking Lions had a great run game going early, and they also uh, were able to throw to Sam Laporta their tight end a lot. So if Sam Laporta, who's a good tight end, he proved that this year, if Sam Laporta is going to run all over the 49ers defense, then what is Travis Kelsey going to do? And Travis Kelsey is... A, a Hall of Fame, hands down type of player. And he's still good enough to take over a game. He's still good enough to make the difference. And like Tony said in his predictions earlier, crazy, unlikely predictions that may happen. He said Travis Kelsey's going to have the trifecta. He's going to have a rushing, receiving, and a passing touchdown. I could see it happening. That's the type of guy Travis Kelsey is. And finally for the Chiefs, their defense, I mean, let me talk about the defense for a second. Defense has been really good, but Chris Jones needs to get sacks in a lot of them. But uh, what the final, I think, recipe for success or ingredient for success for the Chiefs to win the Super Bowl is they can't drop passes. They are by far and away. Well, maybe let me take that back. Last time I checked, they were the number one team in the NFL with drop passes. And we've seen some pretty brutal drops 
from the um, Chiefs this year. Marquez Valdez-Scantling, some brutal drops. Rasheed Rice, some brutal drops. Isaiah Pacheco, all those guys. Travis Kelsey, some brutal drops. Game-changing drops. So if they don't drop the ball, I think they have a really good chance to win. And that sounds simple, and it sounds like, oh, duh, if they don't drop the ball, they win. But when they are a team, when it's a team that drops the ball, and it's going, it, you can count on it happening. Those are the things that are going to lose you Super Bowls. And so, really think here. Um, I'm not feeling great about the game because I'm I'm nervous. I'm nervous. The 49ers can't lose this Super Bowl. That would mean the last three Super Bowls they've went to, they've lost. And that would be coming off of the first five Super Bowls they went to, they won. No one wants a 500 Super Bowl team. Come on. No one wants that whatsoever. Let's see. What's the go-to meal for Sunday? Cactus Man is asking. Um, I don't really know yet. My stomach's still not great from the Thai food that I ate yesterday. And it wasn't really because of the spice. It was more because uh, I have been eating nothing but broccoli and chicken and turkey meatloaf for the past two months. And so it was the first time I've really had any fast fast food or restaurant-type food in a while, and that hurt my stomach. So we'll see what happens on Sunday. But I think I'm probably going to do just a bunch of, like, little appetizers or something like that. Uh, Jax says, who is the MLB coach equivalent of Kyle Shanahan? Ooh. That's a really good one. MLB coach of Kyle Shanahan. I'm going to have to take the break to think about that. But if you have any suggestions, hit me up in the chat or tweet me at Matt Scraby because that's a really good question. I don't know off the top of my head. I'm going to have to think in the break. Currently, Aztecs are down to 38-36 with 12-30 left to go in the game against Nevada. When we get back, I'm going to do a countdown, but it's going to be even a more ridiculous prediction of unlikely events to happen and these ones they're not going to happen but i'm just going to have fun with them so that's all when we get back here on the scraby show 97.3 the fan hiring for your small business if you're not looking for professionals on linkedin you're looking in the wrong place that's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank linkedin helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role in a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop. And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Final segment here on the Scraby Show, 97.3 The Fan. Aztecs down 44-40. to 40. Oh, man, Jaden Ledee going to the hoop, and he was mobbed by Nevada. So they are – was that a foul? No, it actually was not a foul. I guess they are saying that Jaden Ledee did not get fouled. He just – they blocked it out of bounds, or he pushed it out of bounds. I'm looking at the replay right now. I guess they're right. They're actually right. 
Um, it looks strange. I can't really explain it on the radio right now. So I'm also not supposed to because it's kind of against radio rules to do that. But they are down four points right now to Nevada, 44-40 with 9.45 left to go in the game. Thank you to everyone who has uh, joined me this week on the chat. Thank you to everyone who believed me for the tie challenge. That was a pretty incredible day yesterday, and uh, I will never forget it because my mouth will not let me forget it. That is for sure. If you... I don't know if anybody has seen this, and I'm going to get into my ridiculously over-the-top Super Bowl predictions in just a second. I have a daily gripe as well. Uh, two daily gripes, actually, because um, who who was the one who sent this to me? It would be Cactus Man. I'll get to that during the daily gripe, so keeping that there. Um, I don't know if anybody has seen this, but I'm, I'm way late to the party on this whole this whole TV show that I've been watching and it's called The Dropout. And I know many people have seen it. And it's about uh, Elizabeth Holmes, the CEO of the now defunct company Theranos. And so Amanda Seafried, I think is how you say her name. She is pl- the one playing Elizabeth Holmes, who is the CEO who kind of basically scams her way to the top, which is incredible. She got as far as she did. Like some of these people, I don't know how they do it. Like, how you are able to convince billionaires to give you lots and lots and lots of money, even though you don't deserve it. It's pretty crazy. I got to say that's some people skills right there. What was that show called? Um, Oh, I think it was uh, inventing Anna was another one about someone who scammed a bunch of people. She's more recent than anything, but um, inventing Anna was all about how this one girl with no money to her name, nothing really, she was able to get people to invest hundreds of millions of dollars into her and her business, even though she didn't really have one. But anyway, the dropout is all about Elizabeth Holmes and what happened there. But I I, I, I did a lot of research into Elizabeth Holmes, and there are some very strange things that uh, came out of it. And during the show, you see her kind of transformation from this excited entrepreneur to someone who really wants to be taken seriously. And you need to look this up. Elizabeth Holmes voice change is what you need to Google because there is a complete difference with Elizabeth Holmes in her voice. than like later in her career versus earlier in her career it is a way noticeable difference And I honestly couldn't tell you that I would take her seriously if I heard these uh, heard her new voice because it's ridiculous. I'm actually going to pull it up right now. I wasn't planning on doing this, but I I really would like to uh, do an example of her voice because it's something if someone came to me and I knew that their voice changed, I would be a little confused, confused as to why they were changing their voice like they did. Especially if I knew that their voice was something else. But I am trying to listen to a video right now. I know this isn't great radio, but it's going to be worth it. I promise you. Okay. I'm listening. Okay, here we go. Here is Elizabeth Holmes talking in her new, strange, deep voice. For real-time access to health information. And we want to be the vehicle for making early detection and prevention. So there you go. Just a little bit of it. And 
I can't find a video right now with her old voice, but her old voice was much higher than that. And so I looked into it. Why is her voice? Why did she change her voice? Because she really would. It would be like it would. It would be like if I went like this. I'm just sitting here talking, and then all of a sudden one day I showed up and I was like, "Hey, everybody, I'm uh, good at talking about the Padres today, and uh, everything's very good in the Padres land." You all would laugh at me. It would be insanely funny for me to just try to change my voice. But what happened was she ended up, this is what she says and what is speculated, is that she didn't think people took her serious enough with her other voice. So she went to the deep voice and she started talking like this and she says Theranos and things like that. I don't know. I don't know. So it's one of the craziest things I've ever heard. That someone would just change their voice in the middle of knowing people, in the middle of running a company. But go check that out. And if you haven't seen The Dropout, go watch The Dropout. She's in prison right now, actually, because she did so many bad things and faked so many people out. And the story is crazy itself. But there you go. Elizabeth Holmes. If you Google Elizabeth Holmes, actually, I just did. And under her name, it says American Fraudster. So I don't know if you have any thoughts about that. Let me know about Elizabeth Holmes. Okay, 46-42, 7-43 left. Nevada is leading the Aztecs right now, so we will get some more updates as we go along. But I think it's time for the overly ridiculous Super Bowl predictions. And I didn't necessarily have five, but let me tell you, before we get into it, it is ridiculous. I will tell you right now. Junior says about the voice, some dudes do voice fry thinking women like it. People do weird things. That is very true. Very true. Junior, sound like Shaq? Kind of. Actually, it kind of is. Sounds like Shaq, but Shaq doesn't change his voice. He didn't go from, hey, everybody, it's Shaq, to, everybody, it's Shaq. Anyway, I'll stop doing that now. Top ridiculously over-the-top Super Bowl predictions. And these are all going to be in the favor of the 49ers, so I'm sorry to all of you. I promise we'll stop talking about the 49ers after we celebrate their win on Monday. That is what is going to happen. First one. Taylor Swift has to delay her flight back to Las Vegas due to weather issues in Tokyo. Travis Kelsey is so devastated. He has the worst game of his career in the 49ers win. I could see this happening. I could totally see this happening. Taylor Swift, you know, a little weather delay in Tokyo. She decides she's not going to go. Travis Kelsey looks up into the stands, doesn't see his girl Taylor in the stands. So heartbroken. He has the worst game of his career, and the 49ers win. Nicholas says, I predict T-Swift will break up with Kelsey after the big game and make a song about it. I don't think that's a prediction. I think you can kind of count on that one, Nicholas, because I think that's kind of her thing, huh? Uh, the second one, then this one's ridiculous. So I, I'm just going to prepare you on each of these because they're all ridiculous. Second ridiculously over-the-top Super Bowl prediction. Chiefs head coach Andy Reid is mistaken for Chef Boyardee and is mobbed by Chef Boyardee fans in Las Vegas. He ends up losing his play sheet in the mob. A Chef Boyardee fan picks it up and hand delivers to the 49ers, giving them the key to beating the Chiefs in the Super Bowl. I told you. I told you. That these are going to be ridiculous and they just keep getting more and more ridiculous. But I don't know if you've ever looked at, I don't really actually know what Chef Boyardee looks like, but I imagine him to look like Andy Reid. 
So I feel like people would, you know, maybe if they didn't know who Andy Reid was, would be like, oh, Chef Boyardee, just mob him and take his play sheet. Junior says Taylor Swift arrives late. Travis blames her for the loss. They have a crazy breakup midfield. That would be must-see TV. Man, that would be great, honestly. I would love that. That would be hilarious. That's a really good one. I wish I thought of that one, Junior. All right, so we have our second one. Now, our third one, and I don't know if anybody knows this story. I'm sure that a lot of people know this story, but I'll tell it real quick anyway. 49ers and Joe Montana were in the Super Bowl years and years and years ago. It was Super Bowl 23, January 22nd, 1989, which is kind of hilarious that the Super Bowl was on January 22nd because now it's on February 11th. But in that Super Bowl, the 49ers were down 16 to 13 with 320 remaining in the fourth quarter at their own eight-yard line, and they had to drive down the field 92-yard score touchdown to win the game. They ended up doing that, but it wasn't because Joe Montana was just this amazing field general. He actually was kind of smart. He took all the nerves off of all of his teammates by kind of looking into the stands, and he tells one of his teammates, Harris Barton, a lineman, he said, look, H, there's John Candy. And then Harris Barton responded, oh, yeah, that that is John Candy. Look at that. And they all credit this with the exactly perfect thing to open them up and help them win the game. And they did win the game. And they did make that. They did drive down the field. And they did put together a pretty incredible drive, kind of a legendary Super Bowl drive. But it was all because Joe Montana saw John Candy in the stands and pointed him out, and everybody was like, oh, that's kind of cool. John Candy's in the stands. So here's mine right here. Just like Joe Montana did against the Bengals, he saw John Candy in the stands and told his team to calm themselves before a game-winning drive. But this time, Brock Purdy is going to look into the stands needing a game-winning drive, and Liam Neeson is going to be in the front row. Brock Purdy tells his teammates Liam Neeson is in the front row. Everybody look at Liam Neeson over there. And they end up winning the game. Everybody loves Liam Neeson. He kind of gives them that look from Taken like, I will find you and I will kill you if you do not win this game. And it gives everyone the momentum and motivation to win the game. Because if you see Liam Neeson, you're not going to be, you're not, you're going to be motivated. Liam Neeson only does one thing and that's kill and help people. So that's another ridiculous one. And Brock Purdy is going to point out Liam Neeson. Cactus Man says, I have skills. I have a special set of skills, and I will find you, and I will kill you. If you've never seen Taken, you have to see Taken. It's one of my favorite movies ever. Certain set of skills. Yes, that's right. I need to go watch that again. It's been a while since I've watched it. Nicholas says, I predict Jason Kelsey goes a step up and gets down to his tidy whities Must see TV. I don't know if I want to see that, but I will laugh at it. That is for sure. All right. Here's the final prediction, and then we'll get to some daily gripes. I think this is a good way to end Friday. Maybe we'll do, like, ridiculous predictions on Fridays. But this one's kind of long, and it's very ridiculous, so stay with me. And, again, this is a ridiculously over-the-top Super Bowl predictions. Ew, gross. Annabelle says, Jason does not wear underwear. All right. Here it is. 
It's less than two minutes to go, and Brock Purdy has just led the 49ers on a 92-yard touchdown drive to put them up by seven. Patrick Mahomes gets the ball, and he starts marching down the field just like he always does. Unfortunately for the 49ers, they had a lot of injuries to their secondary during the game, and Kyle Shanahan has no one left to play in the secondary. So he looks to the bench, and he calls upon Brock Purdy to play safety. Patrick Mahomes goes back to pass. He scans the field. He sees Travis Kelsey is making a heart symbol to the universe because Taylor Swift couldn't make it. Looks back. Patrick Mahomes throws down the field to MVS, who looks open, but out of nowhere, Brock Purdy jumps in front of the pass, intercepts the ball, runs around like crazy, and ends the game. And that is how the Super Bowl is going to end, everybody. Brock Purdy is going to play safety. He's going to pick off Patrick Mahomes. The game manager label is removed, and the 49ers win the sixth Super Bowl in franchise history. So, yes, ridiculous. Could it happen? Most likely not. But that would be an incredible way for the game to end. You can't argue that. You can't argue that the the game, you wouldn't, you would definitely remember this game for the rest of your life if Brock Purdy comes in the game playing safety, intercepts Patrick Mahomes and ends it, giving him his first Super Bowl title and maybe even Super Bowl MVP. Actually, if he does intercept the ball, he will be Super Bowl MVP. All right. Yes, Jacob, tying the Steelers and the Patriots for most wins, six wins. I know. Here we go. What's annoying Scraby today? Let's find out. It's time for the Daily Gripe. All right, Daily Gripe, I'm going to go to the one that was given to me earlier. And here it is from the Cactus Man. Uh, Rant Scraby for the Daily Gripe. If you're going to use self-checkout, make sure you know how to use it. Very good one, Cactus Man. I have stood behind people in line who are not very good at the self-checkout, which I find the self-checkout really fun, actually. I'm a big fan of doing self-checkout. It's actually really fun to, like, scan the things and everything, put them in there. Um, that's the first daily gripe. The second daily gripe for me is people who don't punctuate. I got a message from someone the other day that was just one long run-on sentence and I could not figure out where the punctuation... I couldn't figure out how to read this thing. So I sent a text back saying, hey, can you punctuate this text so I can actually read it? I know that's a little pretentious, but geez. Like, at least punctuate a little bit. All right. Last prediction from Dan. Super Bowl will end with Taylor Swift in te- with tears in her eyes. And Travis Kelsey will have a new girlfriend. Wow. Those are some great predictions. Have a great weekend, everybody. Hope you enjoy the Super Bowl. Please be safe. Don't do anything I wouldn't do. And cheer for the 49ers because that's what you should do. That's what America wants you to do. Talk to everyone soon. Talk to you all Monday. Stick or Look at my social media over the weekend because it's going to get a little crazy on Sunday. But I'll talk to you then. Have a great weekend, everybody. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 